Lord heaven almighty, it's the Harland Highway. Thank you, Lord, for guiding us down this mentally challenged street. Um, no, 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 I'm not going to go there. You're not mentally challenged. I might be, but you're not. You're actually quite a genius for tuning in to the hottest podcast in the world. And I just made that up, but why not? Hey, it's the Harlan Highway. Welcome, everyone. What a show we have today. Um, We are going to be talking about uh, car repairs. We all have to go through them. Wait to hear how I took care of one of the problems in my vehicle. Um, Dr. Debbie Timer's going to be here today uh, taking a, a phone call, helping people with their problems. She's a life coach. Uh, dangerous animals. We're going to be talking about dangerous animals. Uh, a few podcasts back, I was talking about getting attacked by a skunk. Well, there's other dangerous animals out there, too. And then on a little more of a serious note, we're going to be talking about something that kind of gets my craw is the rich wanting to pay more taxes or being forced to pay more taxes. And uh, we're going to listen to a soundbite from Matt Damon and talk about uh, kind of what's going on with that, in my opinion. So here we go. It's the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Oh, boy. So I was talking about being attacked by a skunk. I got squirted with ass sauce. That's what they do. They lift their tail and squirt the ass juice all over you. Thanks a lot. But I realize there's other animals out there that want you dead. Huh? There's other animals that want to kill you. They want to kill you like Norman Bates. Like Norman Bates from the Bates Hotel. They're just waiting for you to slip up and they're going to get you. Remember Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds? All the birds waiting. Sitting on the telephone wire. Ooh. Imagine if walruses got that fever, man. Walking home from school. Bunch of husky walruses balancing on the telephone wires. Just wobbling back and forth like big blobs of jello with giant tusks. Watching you go. There's some clever animals out there, man. You ever hear of this lethal snake in India? They got a snake that'll kill you. It wants you dead. It's called the spitting cobra. No, not just a cobra. The spitting cobra. Normal cobras, you know, they bite you. Wham! You're dead. But the spitting cobra, he's got that insult to injury, man. Not only are you dead, but the last thing you hear before you die is... Isn't that nice? He honks a big loogie right in your face. And then you die. What's next? The uh, defecating garter snake? Can it get any more low? And then there's the smart animals, man. There's animals out there that are clever about taking you out. Huh? How about coyotes, man? The coyotes are really smart. Here's what coyotes do to get you. They use their brain. What they do is they, they get a 
can of paint and they paint a target right in the middle of the highway. And when you come along, they fill it up with bird seed. You bend down to eat it. They drop a piano on the back of your head. Uh-huh, they're clever. They use their brains. Ooh, I don't want to be killed by an animal. I just want to die in my sleep. Counting sheep. There they go. One, two, three. Uh-oh, one of them tripped on the fence. He's falling. He's going right for my throat. Uh, great. Oh, well. We got to share this world with all the little critters. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my war. You asked me, I didn't ask you. And I did what I had to do to win. But somebody wouldn't let us win. And I come back to the world. And I see all those maggots at the airport. Protesting me, spitting. Calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap. Who are they that protest me, huh? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about. Ooh, intense. Very intense. Um, and speaking of spitting cobras, you know what else? Something that needs to be spit upon is people and I guess in general celebrities that are doing this rant about how much they'd like to pay more taxes. Okay. And this is a touchy topic. This is a topic where people are for it or against it. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I just don't buy the theory of of these uber-wealthy people making statements in the press where they're like, you know, I'd like to pay more taxes. Why can't I pay more taxes? I would gladly pay more taxes. Um, You know what? You pay taxes. You pay between 35 and almost 50% of your income, okay? It'd be one thing if we didn't pay tax or if our taxes were like, Eight, nine, ten, twelve percent, or something like that. Okay, and keep in mind that's twelve percent of your income that you go to work for every day. The fact that you pay thirty, forty, fifty percent of what you make to the government—that's th- just a huge number. So, so to to think for a second that you're not given your fair share. To think for a second that you're not contributing, that you're not being patriotic, that you're not helping, is is almost ridiculous to me that someone would have that point of view. And that they would step up and say, you know what, I've done well, I work hard, I make a lot of money, I want to give more. I want to give more taxes. Well, you know what? Guess what? You can give more taxes. If you really feel that way, you can just give more taxes. You can give all the taxes you want. You can give your whole income. And I think what irks me about, there's two parts to this. What irks me about celebrities saying this is that I think they're just saying it to be en vogue. I think they're they're saying it because it make it makes people think that they'll like them more. It make I'm sorry, it... it, it I think they think people will like them more by saying that, that maybe they're overly generous or they're overly caring. 
unlike the rest of us who I guess we're not caring because we only give 40% of our income. Um, I think maybe they think it will ingratiate us more to them. Uh, I think maybe they think they're, they're answering a higher call or a higher cause. And I'm a bit skeptical. I think it's a bit of that Hollywood BS where, you know, they get into the uh, the pack mentality and they say things without really thinking, without really knowing the facts, without understanding what they're saying. And case in point, I'm going to play you a clip of Matt Damon being asked a question about the higher tax. And uh, listen to his answer. And, and, and just know going into this, I love Matt Damon. I think he's an incredible actor. I love his work. I love what he does. He seems like a great guy. I love the guy. But that being said, this is about paying more taxes. Somebody asked him the question. A reporter asked him a legitimate question. And listen to, in my opinion, how scatterbrained his answer is. Listen to his justification. Listen to his reasoning. Listen to kind of what he says that just seems to be a confused kind of ramble where he's grasping for answers and doesn't really know why he wants to pay more taxes. And then when we come back from that, I'm going to talk about why I don't think people should be paying more taxes, whether they're rich or poor. So let's take a listen to this clip of Matt Damon being asked, about the economy and paying more taxes. The president says the wealthy should pay more. Do you agree that the wealthy should pay more? Yes. Yes, the wealthy are paying less than they've paid, you know, at any time else. I mean, certainly in my lifetime, I mean, and probably, probably, you know, in the last century. You know, I don't know what they were paying in the Robert, you know, know, in the 20s. I don't know what we were paying, like, in the roaring 20s. But, you know, it's... uh, it's, it's 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 criminal that like where you know that what, so little is asked of of people who are getting so much. I mean, I, I don't mind paying more. I really don't mind paying more taxes. Um, I'd, I'd rather pay for taxes than cut like you know reading is fundamental or you know Head Start or some of these like programs that are really helping kids. I you know. I mean, I mean, why not? This is the greatest country in the world. Is it, is it that much worse if you pay six percent more in taxes? Yeah, you're great. You know, look at what you get for it. You get to, you get to be American. <laughs> you know. Oh, see, in in my opinion, that's just a blind answer. That's a blind, uninformed answer. And, and to go to well, you know, we get to we should be paying more for the little kids to read and. You know, give the give a sandwich to a person that can't afford a sandwich. Well, you know what? We already do all that stuff, okay? And, uh, you know, it just sounded like he was, like, throwing uh, ideas around and referring to the Roaring Twenties and calling it criminal the way that we we don't pay enough. And he'd be happy to pay more. Go pay more, dude, but you're actually already paying a huge chunk. And since when is it criminal to do the best you can in the United States of America? That's what this country was built on. Nobody's asking you to be greedy or selfish or not donate to charity. But uh, to just blindly uh, say that and hand over more money to the government that 
that really doesn't deserve it. And I'm going to get into that after we talk about this. Um, it just, it's just, it's just a, it's just a sweeping blind statement that to me, it, it it's about, uh, that's like to garner sympathy for himself or something. And I think he's a smart guy. I think he's very smart. And I, again, I like him, but I saw Chelsea Handler the other night on Pierce Morgan. Same thing. She just, she just got this $25 million deal for her talk show and, uh, She's sitting on Pierce Morgan going, yeah, I'd, I'd pay more taxes. I'd, I I should pay more taxes. I, I want to pay more taxes. And again, Chelsea, I've worked with Chelsea. I've done shows with Chelsea. I've, I've been on Chelsea's show. I've hung out with Chelsea. Uh, I mean, it, it, she's brilliant. She's very smart. She's quick. But I don't think she knows why she's saying what she's saying. Again, I think it goes back to it's Hollywood and Vogue, and it shows you have such a big heart. Well, I would rather see these celebrities with all this money. If they want to hand over an extra couple million dollars or $10 million, whatever, just say, you know what? I'm taking this $10 million, and I'm building a school, or I'm building a library, or I'm building a computer education facility for children, or I'm building a homeless shelter, or I'm going to start a farm where I raise crops and vegetables that goes directly to homeless people. But to just hand it off to the government, uh-uh, no way. It's a stupid, blind statement, and they should be fighting against that stuff, and that's my opinion. And here's why. Okay, now we're going to get to the here's why. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Mr. Know-it-all's about to speak. Um, and again, this isn't. This isn't. Even though he asked about the president, this isn't about Obama. This I don't care if Mitt Romney's president. I don't care if Obama's president. It's the same storyline. So this isn't a political thing. This is a neutral statement that I'm making here. We have a government that throws money away like you wouldn't believe. We have a government that's not fiscally responsible. We have a government that just burns through money, doesn't keep track of money, wastes billions, I'm talking billions, probably trillions of dollars. Okay? So why do you want to give more to an entity that basically you could hand them, Matt Damon could hand them a million dollars and say, you know what? Here's a million dollars. I want to pay more. And a congressman pulls out a lighter and goes, thanks, Matt, and torches the million right before his eyes. Because that's what it's like. So much wasteful money in the government. And I'm not just going to, like, sit here and tell you that. I think you all know that, okay? But, uh, you know, let, let, let me cut to some examples. How about this first one? The missing $25 billion, okay? Buried in the Department of the Treasury's 2003 financial report of the United States government is a short section titled Unreconciled Transactions Affecting the Change in Net Position, which explains that these unreconciled transactions totaled $24.5 billion in 2003. All right, I don't know what that means exactly, but here's the explanation. The unreconciled transactions are funds for which auditors cannot account. The government knows that $25 billion was spent by someone somewhere on something, but auditors do not know who spent it, where it was spent, or what it was spent on. 
blaming these unreconciled transactions on the failure of federal agencies to report their expenditures adequately, the Treasury report concludes that locating the money is a priority. The unreconciled $25 billion could have funded the entire Department of Justice for an entire year. So there's $25 billion. Does the word billion register with anyone? Just, just gone, missing, not known. Okay, and here's some more uh, headlines that I'll just rifle through. Unused flight tickets totaling $100 million. So these were botched uh, airline tickets, uh, tickets that could have been refunded by uh, the department uh, departments that used them within the government. So $100 uh, million wasted, unaccounted for. Uh, embezzled funds at the Department of Agriculture. Okay, um, we've got credit card abuse at the Department of Defense. Um, tons of money there. Medicare overspending. Um, what else we got here? I'm going through a list that's on the Internet here. Funding fictitious colleges and students. Okay, and uh, I'm not going to read you the whole, you know, thing about it because uh you know i'll read you one but it says such carelessness helps to explain why federal student low pro- loan programs routinely receive poor management reviews from government auditors at last count 21.8 billion worth of student loans are in default and too many cases of fraud are left undetected um I mean, it. I could keep going through list after list. State abuse of medical funding, uh, earned income tax credit overpayments. Uh, it's just redundancy piled on redundancy, and and he, that's why I get passionate about the idea of people paying all these extra taxes for what? For a system that has total disregard for your money has total disregard for the blood, sweat, and tears you've poured into your life, your work, your accomplishments, your achievement, and they just flounder the money, they just squander the money, they just waste it and throw it around and no accountability because there's just so much coming in all the time, you know? It's like, uh, you know, going to a restaurant and uh, ordering food and... uh, you know, they bring you out the food when they want and what they want. You know, it's it's not, this isn't what I ordered. Who cares? Who cares? So, uh, I don't know. I just get, I just get irked seeing these people saying this stuff. And, uh, you know, I think either they should be more informed or they should be going the other way and saying, I'll pay more taxes when you guys get your act together and grow up and know what you're spending our taxes on and spending them on appropriate things, not wasteful things. And that's my rant. I'm sure I can keep going on about it. I won't. You, Many of you have probably tuned out by now, but I hope you get the point. And uh, that's where I stand on it. You might uh, disagree or uh, agree or be somewhere in the middle, but that's what it's all about. That's what the dialogue's all about. And uh, I say we switch gears 
and to help us sort out these problems and many more, I think we could all do with a little life coaching from Dr. Debbie Timer. Hi, I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, and I'm your life coach. I am my baby's mother's sister's daughter, and it's time to get a life. Your life. Hi, I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, and welcome to the show. Let's get started, shall we? Won't we? Uh, Today it looks like we are going to take a call from, looks like West Virginia on the eastern seaboard of the United States of America, and we're going to be dealing with your problems, your needs, your phobias, your fears. And let's take that call right now. We have Sarah in West Virginia. Go ahead, Sarah. You're on the air with Dr. Debbie Timer. Um, hi, Dr. Debbie. Yes, that's me. Oh, hi. Hi, dear. How are you, my child? I'm, do- I'm doing good. I'm so nervous to talk to you. <laughs> okay, well, let's start with stopping the laughing. Well, how can I start with stopping? That doesn't make sense. Okay, just, what's your problem, my child? Oh, well, um, lately I've been having, I've, I'm embarrassed to say it. Well, just go ahead. That's what our show's all about, helping you with your problems. Well, it's very, um, how do I say it? Um, how should I say it? Um, well, how, how would I say this? Just say it for Christ's sake, child. Oh, okay. I understand. That can be a sensitive problem. How old are you, child? Um, I'm only 19, and my lips get very dry, and they're very chapped, and I, I think you know where I'm going with this. I understand it's a common problem during your adolescent years that your lips, so to speak, dry out, and you have problems down there. Yes, they're very chapped, and sometimes I get flakes on them. (laughs) Okay, stop the laughing. Little skin flakes, and I have to peel them off my lips. Okay, that sounds very painful, child. Yes, it's very painful. Ow! I go, ow, 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 and I pluck at my lips. Okay, I get it. You're peeling little flakes of skin from your lips. It's a very sensitive region. Yes, it is. I go, ow, 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 ow. I get it that you go, ow, shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. Um, so what should I do about my chapped lips, um, doctor? Well, let me ask you this, child. When you urinate, does it, do you experience pain when there's urine coming out from the lips? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't, uh, no. Okay, well, that's a good sign. How about um, when you're having sexual intercourse? Are, are you sexually active? Yes, I have sex all the time, but... Okay, and when your partner penetrates your lips, do you have a burning or ripping sensation? Um, no, and you know, what's interesting, there's been times where I can just talk through it. I'm sorry? 
I talk through, I like to talk through sexual intercourse. How do you talk, my child? Well, there's a penis inside you, and you've got burning lips. Well, let me... No, now let me ask you, is there any time when it really burns? Well, I guess when I'm eating Thai food... Are you telling me, child, you stuff Thai food inside of your... Yes, I just love Thai food. I stuff it in and... And your lips burn. Do you have a food fetish, child? Well, I love Thai food. And you stuff it in your vagina. Um, not really. When you're having sexual intercourse, you're talking and stuffing Thai food inside. Are we talking about the same lips, doctor? What do you mean? Well, I'm talking about the lips on my mouth. They get chapped and dry. Oh, for Christ's sake, you fucking idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that all about? I was talking about your dried-out, chapped, skin-picking vagina lips, child. Oh, no, my vagina lips are wetter than a duckbill platypus in a river system. Oh, my God, you fucking idiot. I thought we are supposed to be talking about sexual situations. Well, I was wondering, when you asked me, does it hurt when I urinate? I mean, I don't remember ever urinating out of my mouth. Okay, hang up. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and stop the goddamn laughing, you tard. Uh, what's a tard? Like a leotard? A retard. Hang up your phone, you demented Vagina lip idiot. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> idiot. Now you're going to have to set the record straight when you phone me. I don't have time for morons. I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, and I'm your life coach. And who's screening these calls? Roger? Really stupid. I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, and we'll see you next time on Dr. De- Debbie. Dr. Debbie Timer, Life Coach. Fucking idiot. Dried lips. Hey, what's that sound, man? Did you hear that noise? That's your car. Your car's rattling or dinging or humming or puking. Cars. Always up to something. I think they sit in the garage at night and go, how can I screw my master over tomorrow, huh? Ooh, I think I'll make the muffler fall off, or I haven't screwed with the accelerator for a long time, or the carburetor hasn't screwed up. Yeah, that's how I'll get them. I'm going to make a little noise, a mystery noise. Keep them guessing. You'll have to take it to Sherlock Holmes to figure me out, boy. Woo! Don't be cheap when you get your car repaired either. Oh no, you can't. You can't go on the cheap. Yeah, my axle's cracked. I think I'll. Uh, I could probably wrap a pantyhoe around there and uh, put some uh, Elmer's glue and uh, a thumbtack. Oh, look at that! There's a hole in my tire. Uh, maybe if I put some Aquafresh toothpaste on that hole, it'll. You know, I'll just keep it on the cheap here. You know, I don't wanna. I don't want to spend too much money. Oil change? I don't need oil. Huh? Me? I just pour some uh, NyQuil in there. I, I should keep it going. It's it's strong. NyQuil. 
I had to get my air conditioner fixed. That ain't cheap. And I I went cheap. I did it. I didn't want to pay for the new air conditioner stuff. Uh, it was like something like 600 bucks. And I was over at Home Depot, and they got ceiling fans for like 50 bucks. So I stay up all night. I put a ceiling fan in my car. It's turning around. It's doing the job pretty good. And until one day I took all my buddies to the mall and we were riding along and I hit a speed bump a little too fast and all my buddies in the back seat got their heads cut off. Bonk. I think I learned a lesson there. Whatever it is, go get your cars fixed. We want you to get home safe here on the Harland Highway. Wait a minute. What's that sound? Oh my god, my car's making noises. I better pull off. Probably a good time to end the show before my wheels fall off and I roll down a ditch somewhere and explode. Charles. Um Yeah, what a show today, man. Uh, a lot of lot of interesting uh, stuff, a lot of debate. If you want to uh, make any comments, you know the number, 888-500-2090. Or you can write me at harlemwilliams.com, baby. Um, thanks for riding along. Hope you had a groovy time. Don't forget, uh, tomorrow night in Burbank, California, uh, November the 29th, it's Tuesday night, uh, me and my comic buddy Sean Tweedley will be doing uh, improv, an improv show at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank at 8 o'clock. Come on out and have some laughs. And then don't forget, Thursday night, yours truly, December 1st, I will be on the Conan O'Brien show, yucking it up with Conan. And uh, hopefully you can uh, check in and hopefully we'll have some laughs. We'll have to wait and see, man. It's either going to be good or bad or who knows. But you know me, always trying my best and uh hope you are too. Thanks for riding along. <laughs> oh my god. I just a fly just flew in my mouth. Wow. Actually, not bad, not bad. I'm going to go get some more. Um there you go. And uh while I'm eating flies, why don't you go eat a big greasy bowl? Chicken, chow mein, baby. It's 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 criminal that like where you know that where so little is asked of of people who are getting so much. I mean, I, I don't mind paying more. I really don't mind paying more taxes. Is it, is it that much worse if you pay six percent more in taxes? Give me a break.